Hello, welcome back to another Muscle in the Hustle podcast. Bit of a role reversal this this week. I was going to say I'm in Nuri in the rain, and where are you, Mickey? Filling I'm in, in? Dubai. I'm in Dubai in the in the <laughs> nice sunshine. Kind of was I'm easily influenced by Tony, so I decided it's time to time to see a bit of the world again. Get out and about, right. you know. What are we doing out there? Fill the listeners in. Ah, we're just footing about, you know, making contacts, trying to change the world, make the world a better place with good music and cheap pints. No, there's not cheap pints out here, kind Um, no, we're just we're taking a few boxes, seeing if we can uh get a few things going, you know, over the winter months. But yeah, it's all very good. It's uh hasn't changed much. I haven't been in Dubai in maybe four years, five years. It's a deer, isn't it? It is. It's deer. It, it, um, it keeps getting some, deer. No, I don't know. You know what it is? Some of the things are unnecessarily deer. And then other things you kind of go, that's not bad value. But why is yeah. that decent value compared to this? I think yeah. stuff like it's it's interesting because as you said, like roller versus like it's very interesting because one of the dearest things back home right now is oil and one of the cheapest things out there. Oh, yeah. It's like petrol. Yeah, like it, it. when we rented a Lamborghini, it cost us, I think, 20 pound in the equivalent of 20 sterling to fill it last year. And then when we rented a Dodge Challenger, it cost us 18 pound to fill it, like to the from the bottom to the top. Like, yeah. I mean, and that would cost you 100 pound back home. So, oh, more. My car cost me 100 pound. Yeah. Do you know what? I remember when I was filling the Raptor full of red. Uh, <laughs> it, it was still costing me, I would say, well, I'm. I, there's no white line of the listeners. Uh, unless anybody's a dipper, then I'm on white. You haven't got it, though. Uh, well, yeah, true. There you go. Anyway, <laughs> so got away with that. But I, well, I worked it out. You know, like it, I think it was cost me 70 quid to fill it. And I think it would have cost me about 130 or 120 otherwise. So, Joe, oh, well, fuck me. If you get away 10 times before you're caught for toxic, you'll get a 500, a thousand pound, or 1500 pound fine. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Wrong? Yeah. They, they do. Um, uh, people have worked it out. You have to get away with it like for a couple of months. Is that well, I got away with it from I was 17 till. I'm 27 now. So. man. Hey. That's how uh, you save up to afford houses. You just completely. I'm not going to say anymore because that is. I'm actually going to get a fucking. I'm going to get a bill in the fucking door for it. Uh, uh, they, uh, but yeah, it's like there's some things unnecessarily dear. Like, like even food items on the menu. Like, it makes no sense some of the things the way they're priced. But no, it's good. It's. Uh, it's definitely uh it's definitely a, a thriving place. There's a lot of Irish out here, a lot of English. Um yeah, it's good. It's it's different I'm like in the GBC one. area, so it's pretty much all expats. JVC is and it it's gonna take probably another three to four years before it's like it right now, it's like that mix between it's like a small town, but it's it's still got like blocks where there's just sand. It's like half construction, half buildings. It's yeah. like when it builds up, it'll be quality, but it's still taking time. All right, like it's what it'll build over towards is it sports city? Dubai sports yeah, city is like the next. Yeah. All right, so there's a big thing going on. Turf games is on out there the other day. There's one some Belfast. I was competing on. I was going to go out it, but uh, I I realized that it would burn the cinder. Oh my god! Is it an outdoor sport event? It's boiling, like, but it's not. It's not at a point where you can't handle it, but it'll be still at a point where you're going to fry badly. Trust me, that's the temp you want. You'll not complain. It's, but you know what? It's actually been sunny enough back home. 
but we were, I, was in, I was in Uri last week. I know where Tony didn't meet, by the way. Stopped by two different people in the butter crate. Oh, muscle and hustle. That's all you get now. DJ career amounts to nothing. It's all muscle and hustle. One of the boys used to go to the school with you, Tony, by the way. Who was it? Don't know, don't know his name. I was in the wee shop in the butter crate and I walked past him as well. And I said, well, and he kind of looked at me and goes, Mikey. And I was like, yeah. And he goes, muscle and hustle. And I was like, oh. And he goes, I, I, went, to school, I went to school with Tony. I thought it was some more mob. I was giving shit to. You thought you were about to get stuck. Uh, and then he goes, I went to school with Tony. He goes, I. He goes, and then when I was uh, out paying for the car park and a boy walked past, just pointed and just roared, muscle and hustle. What and his day. wife kind of his woman or wife looked at him like he had 20 heads. Uh, he didn't even think... he didn't even break straight, he just kept walking. I love that. shouted and just kept walking. But no, I, I was uh... in Uri, um some spot that buttercream now. Oh Jesus Christ. Uh what did you what was I gonna say? Like I don't know who it was, but I'd be interested to see who it was because I reckon that person that went to school with me is like if you knew me during school and knew me now. Like I didn't do I done three PE classes in all of secondary school. Like three. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'm just such a I think this guy said he went to school with you the whole like the whole way. Oh boy, that's great. Right to secondary. He, he must I, work in the buttercream somewhere. They really because do you know what? I think it's one of the things where if like if you had to put on money on somebody in my school making money off fitness, you would one never of picked me in a million years. I had tits, so you wouldn't have picked me. And what would they? What would they have? What would they have said? You were gonna be a hood, we gangster. No fuck, I was a I JD Sports. Fucking... Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people would have just assumed. Yeah, I would have just worked. Yeah, normal, like no stress. But it, you definitely wouldn't have picked me. A hundred percent, no way. I was quiet as fuck. Picked, Does like, people ever uh, say that to you? Like go up there and go, "Fuck lad, I never do picked for." No, do you know what it is? It's because they're used to it. There is one or two people that would say it from primary school. Like if they met me, they'd be like, because they haven't really seen the, the change uh, slow and steady. But a lot of people would, it, it, it's only whenever you review back at it, a lot of them almost just like, you don't remember a person as they were, you remember them as they are last. So like, yeah, it, it's like when people turn around and be like, oh, you've always been in shape now. It's just because for the last three or four years, I've always been in shape, you know, versus how was it the start? It's like, People will always assume you're a DJ, but they'll not remember you starting to spin the decks at the start. It's it's even if they yeah. knew you, you'll just it's it's your perception of your mind. It's like my sister, yeah. like an all will will not remember me not as a coach. Uh, maybe a small extent, but do you know what I mean? It's one of them ones where they do say like I do bump into people and they go, "What the fuck happened?" Like they sort of say like, "Where did where did it come from?" Do you know where what we, I mean? Where do we totally? Uh, but the, I'd say there'd be people like from your days as a student, even in Belfast, which isn't that long ago. That'll be like, what the fuck? You know, they would have to double take you and go, is that the same guy? Probably because it was sitting fucking banging pingers in me left, right, and center and fucking 60, you know, kilo, so. 60 kilo wet. So, yeah, well, I would have been, I think I would have been, fuck yeah, I would have been max 70 kilos, like max. And I would have been like that shitey shape, you know, where you're like, You've got a little bit of muscle, but you got a little bit of fat, and you're just sort of shapeless. You're like that in between. You're not lean and you're not big. You're just like, uh, you just look like you rolled out of your ma. Yeah. Just the way you uh, came out. You just, so yeah, no, that was definitely fucking, yeah, strange. What were you like in secondary school? And like during that, you, you, were you, you had quite a lot of weight on you at one stage before that. Were you quite skinny or did you weigh? No, on? no, no, I'd always, always, always chunky, always chunky. Was that uh, like, 
Was that like, like, are, are you, is your mom and dad like, are they naturally like heavy individuals? No, no, no. no. Was that your eating um, habits? Eating habits, late night, bad sleeping, always been bad sleeper, just everything combined. Um, poor eating habits. Uh, the the thing was when I was young, I was always active. So at one stage, I'd been playing, even in primary school, I'd been playing hurling, Gaelic soccer. Maybe oh, would you have weighed on primary school? A wee bit of weight on, not as much. And then secondary school got away. Secondary school got kind of worse because um yeah, just like just shitty eating in secondary school, not enough education on eating, but still would have played would have played Gaelic at a pretty high level, division one football, and give up the soccer and the and the hurling at that stage, maybe mid mid secondary school. But then yeah, it was always just there. It was always, always, always was carrying extra weight. Always, like no, no. There's definitely been more. There's definitely been more of an emphasis in secondary schools and all now about like healthy eating. Oh yeah, but like when we were we were in secondary school, there was no like your fucking your school dinners were absolute trash. Like were they? Oh, like you, you could like it was trash. Everything was fried. What? See, that's interesting because I was in the January. I was in the because I was born ninety five. So I'm assuming I was in secondary school around. Oh. 05 I probably went in and I was in that stage of Joe and Jamie Oliver got a hold of the schools oh, I see it all well, I was so it went from like one. I remember like my first and second year like the food being not like that but like in between that and then I remember it went from like you used to be able to get desserts and all and it used to be able to get like you know like loads of biscuits and caramel uh. squares and it, it slowly converted to where like there was far less of like uh. It, do you know what I mean a lot of that? So it was very interesting because I could actually see that small change because definitely do you know what it is too. It's it's as you said, it's it's habits, it's thing, but it's also a lack of I wouldn't say just education about how healthy eating is healthy for you, but actually it's, it's without trying to put pressure on a young child. Like like yeah. you know, if you if you do become overweight, it's gonna affect your confidence, your self-worth, you know, it's gonna fuck with you a little bit. Like the, the weird thing too was like when we were playing football through underage like no one ever had said you get a bit of timber off you until i was maybe 19 well i knew myself that i had to get it off but when i was like a minor because i was playing full forward like i I, like i could have just literally ran over people because it was fast like well fast over 20 meters like i started getting a wee bit dicey after 20 meters so i could have pretty much jonah lumu people like like literally i used to do that like i can remember in my head now my own uncle was refereeing and he came up to me and goes if you do that once more i am going to send you off and he goes i don't want to send off my nephew because i just used to run over boys and but do it on purpose like make sure especially boys i didn't like just be just make sure I ran through the top of them. But then nobody ever said to me until like going into reserves, right? Let's get you doing a bit of running. <laughs> yeah, see, Joe, it's one Whereas of Whereas now young boys are under more pressure. Like 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 some of them, like I'd be chatting a few of them boys coming out of them McCree Cup teams. And they like their level of education when it comes to training coming into uni in first year is staggering. Like because so, the social media has evolved too, like you can it is, all right. at your fingertips. There's a lot like, of vanity as well. There's a lot of vanity now because back then you weren't really getting like pictures taken that much. 100%. Now, plus, yeah. 
there it, it, it's like one of these things where like don't get me wrong health and fitness has always been about but in the last like 10 years like if i say health and fitness to you i don't care what anyone says you think if it's a meal you think six pack on the front of a magazine yeah even if that's not healthy and the person starving themselves it's still in green in your head like that's the visual and you'll see on instagram like and this is maybe being straight like pick a, a model you fancy you know don't get me wrong kim kardashian's maybe a, an, a, an outlier the kardashians are but like most really good looking women like will end up with somebody maybe in decent shape so then it programs somebody's head into that As yeah meal anyway you know like like you start to relate these things together so then more self-worth is putting on being in shape and then it's one of these things where the, that whole alpha thing is coming to the forefront now especially for males so like that's why you'll notice these fucking crowds of you know five six kids around a bench press at 15 after the after school time now around three or f- three to five like they'll just be rounded but it's it's do you know what it's a lot better than doing fucking fuck all or playing video games i'm sure but at the same time it's very interesting because i wonder what sort of pressure that puts on people in the long run you know it's, it's a very interesting dynamic because there's there's a balance with health and fitness there's health and fitness and then i do feel it can warp you very easy if you're not careful oh yeah i can you it become can, a born it, bastard well you become you you get like and you get uh eating anxiety you know if you're yeah. like prepping your meals all the time and eating good and then your friend say goes here come on out for a coffee like i felt myself a couple of weeks ago because i'm working on coach at the minute and i was being super strict at the start because i have to be super strict at the start and then if you're listening to Alan this week's been a shit show so say to him um I went out for a coffee with a guy and I, I this is how bad it was in my head. I was like, how many calories in that oatmeal? Yeah, do you know, like, I think and I, and where... I clicked straight away and went, get out of that fucking mindset straight away. And even though I'm never in that mindset, because, because I've been there, done that, I know how it feels. I'm just like, I literally just went, there's about 40 mils or 50 mils of oat milk in a flat white, which is probably fucking 60 calories 50 and i said to myself well is that gonna derail me it's it joe it is too it's it, it's because as well you don't know like is it 60 is it 100 is it steam does it not and then all of a sudden you're like fuck it you know what instead of me tracking those 60 i'll track it as 150 or 100 and as you said it derailed you i think you there's a balance with this so yeah don't get me wrong i think about balance if you are in a diet and fat loss phase and you're putting in a serious shift it's shift timber then like wasting calories and not tracking wee things like that is it that's not balanced you're just burning yourself out because you're trying to get a result and you're not then but if you are trying to have like uh like the way i am at the minute like i'm on four thousand calories like this is probably the first time I've pushed up. I called Joe and I goes, look, Joe, I'm not going to bulk here. I'm just going to sort of try and balance my life a bit better. And I was like, because I'm sick of like, it's been like, for me, it's probably been like the majority of a decade. And I'm just like, I don't know how much bigger I want to get. There's also a trade-off here of like quality of life. And I was sort of like, I don't want that pressure of, now don't get me wrong. If I wanted a result, you have to be pro- process driven. Like you can't expect me to get yeah. bigger, leaner, stronger and not give the same effort. But I'm like, Tim, I'm happy to hold and have a bit more life and it's one of the things where then as you said it's very easy see once you start tracking it's very hard to switch off there's certain people who can but the, the balance is if you switch off too much you don't get a result and if you switch off too little you just as i said you become a born boss it's like last night i was down seeing a friend um we were sitting there having the crack and pub was only around the corner and it's friday night and we were like and i was in a fucking great track suit and they were like do you want to just go get a drink and i was like 
yes, of course. But then in my head, Joe, you know me, you're like, fuck, do I have the calorie? And I was like, I'm not going to think like that. Like, there's a, this yeah. has come from someone like me. You can't be fucking just going like, oh, well, I, it's fucking one drink. It's not like each other uh-huh. goes, we're going to go on the fucking lash here. It's like, Joe, you know, let's just go for a bit of music, a bit of, like, that's where you have to walk that fine line. Because otherwise, what are you going to do? Sit and watch Netflix again? Like, yeah. I think a lot yeah. of uh, you can you can waste a lot of your life chasing vanity metrics, and this is coming from somebody who is very like aesthetically. You, you, you did it. You did yeah, it like, for long enough. Yeah, like I don't think in any way, shape, or form I've wasted my life. Like I think the confidence, the discipline, it's gave me and the balance of it. But there's a, there's also a time where you have to turn around and go fuck. Like my ones were having a birthday cake for the dog last night, and it was actually like proper cake oh, for us. Funny, and, like... Yeah, hilarious. But the thing is, like Joe. You know, you don't have to have a slice of cake and a cup of tea there, but at the same time, like if you fucking want it, you know, it's, it's a birthday party. I know it's for the dog, but it's trying to balance that. And there's, that's why I would argue for me balances, like nothing's going on Monday to Friday. Like you should be 100% on the money. Like you're doing yeah. fuck all else. You may as well need your food Saturday. You're maybe out for lunch and then you go out on a date at, at night. Like that's all right. Yeah. Fine. And then, back to normal Sunday, don't drag it out. Like one out of seven days is never going to fuck your progress. You can balance your calories. It's whenever you start to get like, you start to try to have balance, but it's not balance. It's like, oh, well, Joe, I need a marsh bar night to kill my cravings. Then you're out of the weekend. Then you're having a drink. Then you're having a takeaway. That's not balance. And it's one of the things yeah. where people, I think, get very mistaken for what real balance is, Joe, even in any yeah. aspect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very interesting, yeah. actually. Yeah, so it's, it's, if you actually quantify the balance and like look at it they probably realize that the balance has swing swung the other way it's like unless, the, you're, unless you're really on the ball that's why like flexible dieting can't work for certain people yeah it's it's you're 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 bluffing yourself it's like i was saying last week with you with that jordan peterson question like ask yourself where am i really fucking up and you, you'll not want to answer but you'll probably get a fucking answer especially even with stuff like that and even stuff with like workflow or your relationships like you'll say i've got a balance here but like do you really or are you sort of being semi-lazy you know and i think i've been like yeah. that I think yeah, it's like this like the, this week with halloween it's been absolutely crazy and like I was saying to the coach, you know, I'm probably not going to get to train until I get to Dubai on Thursday. Yeah. But, like, he was like, oh, well, you know, you'll fit it, you'll fit it in training. And I literally broke down my week for him. And he was like, no, don't, don't even, don't even think about training. He goes, you're going to burn yourself out. So, like, yeah. gig, gig Saturday, gig Sunday, gig all day Monday from five o'clock, gig Tuesday. Then fly straight to Dubai on Wednesday, and he goes, "No, don't, because you're you're definitely you're going to fuck yourself up." Like he goes, "You'll end up going to Dubai, and you'll you'll lose two days there." Yeah, but there's a bit of a gym in the in the in the hotel here that hasn't been looked at. But uh, there's do you know what it is? It's very hard to know if you are. I don't want to say being a pussy, but if you're being a soft touch, or if you're oh, being I... too hot, like I struggle with that. Like I'm like fuck do you know what like maybe i'm being a little bit too soft to myself and then you're like fuck and then when you review it you're like fuck am i just being a bit too hard and it's that's where the beauty of like i'm not trying to pin coaching because i actually want zero glance but a case of it, it's trying to get that that balance of like where you get an external opinion that's actually going to be the truth like this is me being honest like seeing around talking to my clients like for example i put up a transformation of that girl uh, lauren she's she's a really good client right and we're building up our calories and i was like to her you have not missed anything for that for months. I was like to her, 
like make sure you're actually having like a life like I know, i'm not saying uh, you're not i'm just saying like see as we build calories up here like i'm when i'm telling you to dial uh, out slightly you know that you're you're kneeling enough that like if you go and then she was at a wedding you know she's a takeaway she's had a bit of and i was like to her, like see your weight's barely moving you know like and i need you to actually have a life i need there's times for fitness to complicate your life that's a very short time period maybe like 68 weeks of that in a year and then yeah. i need to make sure fitness complements your life and that for the rest of it worse is you can fall in this where you're chasing progress in so many areas and you see this all the time but nine times out of ten it's just actually doing the work harder during consistent blocks it's like when you push business if you do a good hard business push for like 68 weeks or 12 weeks like you don't need to push all year round you can take a wee bit of dial back it's the same way your relationship like if you push trips one-on-one time like you can't do that all year round because then you don't make progress in other areas of your life so it's it's a case of like lean in there if that's your main focus but there's also time to go right well joe we've been away on trips i've been prioritizing this still do but joe where else needs a little bit more attention to an extent and i think it's it, that's where the balance of thing comes in i feel like it's hard to balance commitment yeah. to multiple things at once like that's where relationships get neglected or fitness gets neglected or work gets neglected and then i feel like if you don't have a balance of not goals but a balance of where you're moving to in certain directions you see this all the time and i get it quite a lot now because for example i prioritize work and success and money and wealth quite a lot and then obviously relationships and stuff it went it went a bit shit but then i i'm so that's where i'm craving now because i went to one side but then what i notice is i'm getting a lot of people join the mentorship or they're messaging me now and they're they're the same age as me and they're going like i really want your wealth i want freedom i want travel but they've got maybe a really good relationship or they've had a lot of downtime and a lot of laughs and yeah. like it's very tough to get that balance because if you go, if you swing too much to the fun and enjoyment of the moment, and I'm not saying don't enjoy the moment, enjoy every single moment, but I mean, yeah. in a case of if you don't make some short term sacrifices for long term gain, whenever the long term rolls around, like now, then you immediately go, fuck, I'm not in the career I want or the success I want. But that's because you've been prioritizing over things. It's not a bad thing, it's a good thing. You just yeah. can't see where the, the grass is maybe not as green over people's like because i'll get people right now and they'll go oh joe you're traveling you're just really making reels for a living but i also suck balls for fucking four years there of working and grinding and didn't really prioritize anything else so then you're reaping the reward whereas if i had lent into more friendships more nights out i would have probably had a better time in the in in the process and during that time period but then i wouldn't be as free now so like i think like it's that trade-off of you can't expect a result or be frustrated. I think a lot of people are frustrated about because they don't understand that that's the the work that you had to put in prior. It's not about passion. I think passions, don't get me wrong. I believe you have to love your job, but at the same time, if you're just really good at something, you'll make good money and then you can get that freedom back to invest into what you actually enjoy. Yeah. Like, do you know, a sense of, I don't mean to go on a ramp, but like, like, but don't get me wrong. I love fitness, but I also love just doing random stuff. Like that brings me a bit of like, for example, yeah. like I'm going away. I'm I, I just rented a random cottage tomorrow night. I'm just gonna go away by myself and just mellow out. And it's it's being able to do stuff like that. Like that sounds so fucking odd, but it's like I might go for a hike, do you know, I might go for a dip. What do you uh, might just do nothing? Might just do fuck all, but that case of yeah. that sort of balance is hard to get, and it's only really dialing back for me now. But I think as well, if you're only dialing into the work mode now, there's nothing wrong with that, but you I think it's this thing where people are beating themselves up. Like I could beat myself up about my relationships or not prioritizing enough me time or downtime or watching tally or relaxing. 
But that beating yourself up does nothing for you. It's just like whatever people beat themselves up. They're like, I'm not in the career I want. I don't feel the passion. I don't feel the purpose. I don't feel it. Don't beat yourself up now. Take accountability and go, right, well, maybe I just prioritized other things. And now it's time for me to prioritize a bit of workflow. But don't beat yourself up. It's not like anyone's ahead of you. Everyone is on a different journey of doing balance and that scale of like, right, so you've lent in a bit too much work. You've been a bit too much of a boring bastard. You've been too much of a fucking cretin. You've been going out every fucking weekend and uh. and just focusing on your woman. So now you need to dive in, but it's just different sections, but people just beat themselves up so much. It's it's Didn't almost they, like, they, yeah. Yeah, do you know what I mean? It's a very interesting topic, I think. Yeah, people like, they see it it comes back a wee bit of the social media thing where they see these other people and they see these other people's lives or they speak even though they speak to these other people and people are like yeah like we do this we do that we do this and you're like oh i i work work the same job as you but i don't have that kind of social life or this or that and people then go oh i'm gonna do all this stuff for me and it's you know i'm gonna revolutionize myself and i'm gonna work on myself whereas in reality they're, they're not doing it for the right reasons. A lot of the time they're doing it because they think they have to, because they've seen someone else or they've seen something else that they don't have, or they're listening to people, but rarely people actually do the things for the right reasons. And the reason that like they've, they've done an audit on their own life and realized it's out of whack. They're doing it because they maybe get a wee bit scared that they see other people like doing things that they love or they see somebody having like a bit of like spare time but making good money so they do these like crazy like i have friends that like done career changes after lockdown because you know they, they had this big coming of age thing and they were like yo you know what i'm doing this and now they've all went back to their previous careers because they did it for the wrong reasons they did it for the reason of like oh i'm i want all this spare time i want all this and which is a really good reason, but they were like, I'm happy that. to earn, I'm happy to earn less, but have more time. But now they went back to their job. They're like, I, I can't be earning less. Like, <laughs> I needed, yeah. I can, you know, he thought, and they did it for, they did it from their hearts. They were doing the right thing. But the realization is once you get used to spending a certain amount of money or a certain lifestyle, so it's all okay in lockdown when you're only out of the house, you know, and the, the whole world's not open trying to take money out of your pocket. Lockdown was easy. Not a lot of people spent a lot of money in lockdown if you're near, it's not Mickey Quinn, um, which I spent more money in lockdown than I did any other time in my life. But <laughs> like people had all these great ideas and they were coming from the right place. And then they realized, fuck, like I need to be earning. I need to go back to my PhD job or I need to go back to my actual occupation. You know, boys were leaving the law sector and and starting to work in health and fitness. You have like, to eat you know, shit. Oh yeah, for like, I had shit for fucking how long? Oh, I had shit for. I'd say you uh, six years, DJ. At shit, five years maybe. Would you say yeah? But at what point? See, for me, I would say I had shit for two and a half. Two and a half years, maybe just touching, say two and a half, and then I had like a moderate amount for about a year and a half, and then now it's been great. It's been great. Like I'd the last say, two. my first year DJ, two and a half. Two, I'd say two and a half, one and a half. So that's four, and then I'd say the last two years I've not had shit. I've like Joe. I'd say two years eating shit, two years eating a little bit of shit, and then, like that normal amount, and then two years grow. Would you say that's the same for you, or would you say longer? Oh, way more, way more. I my first year DJ. 
I probably made about eight hundred pounds in a year. Now I had a full time job as well. Working maybe six gigs six gigs a year. Year one, maybe year two, year two, maybe maybe ten gigs. Year three, maybe ten. Year four, probably about twelve. And then maybe five, six, seven, maybe twelve max. Now I'm doing twenty-two a month, probably. Yeah, Joe. Maybe um... about twenty, maybe about twenty gigs a month, and I would probably one of them gigs would make more than year one. The whole year, I'd make it more in one day. Yeah, see, that's that's the exact thing. I I emailed about that bamboo Chinese tree the other day, Joe, about the growth. Did I told you about that. <laughs> I don't get your daily emails. I don't think. So I sent an email over there and it was about practically, Joe, for the Chinese. So if anybody knows how the Chinese bamboo tree grows, right, you plant the seed in the mountain and you have to come back and water that spot every day for five years. If you miss a day, the plant dies, you never see it. And you don't get to see it grow one inch out of the ground for the first five years. Not one bit. It's yeah. just it's just growing. It grows downwards. It grows in the roots. And then on year it between it, year five, sometimes it's year four of the fuck it grows nine stories tall in three to four days. So it looks like it's grown just in three days. But the thing is, it's not, that's not what made it grow. It was the watering for the five years prior. So in other words, yeah. it's all, it's watering it every single day. And what I love is the fact that if you miss one day, you miss one day, that fucker dies in the ground and you don't get to grow. And it's the exact same with blowing up on Instagram. It's the exact same with making money. It's the exact same with DJ. And that's where people go, it just didn't work out for me. It's just a case of you didn't water it every single day for the time period needed to grow. And it like prime example is like people see me and they'll be like, oh, fuck, Joey's charging good money for his coach and Joey's traveling. But it's exactly same as you said there. Like, hey, like I coached my first client for free. I took him for PD sessions for 12 weeks for free in his garage. Uh, no, not every single day, but you know, majority of them. And then my second client, I'll not, I'll not forget, I met him for the, the cash and he paid me £80 for 12 weeks. Uh, the the next client that I took on, I was a little bit nervous, so I actually charged. I think last thing I charged seven pound a week for him. Uh, yeah. you were, but I trained with you weren't that much, like I had to be like twenty quid a week or something. Was that twenty six? Yeah, so I went seven pound, ten pound for the first. I'd say after the first six to nine months, from year one to two, it was something like a tenner a week, ten to fifteen pound. Then a year two to three, it was probably like. 15 to 25 then year four year three to four is probably like 30 pound i sat there for like a full year and a half and then i went up a wee bit more than that you know up to 40s and 50s but like as you said there it's it's actually the start you're actually like i'm fucking losing money and time doing this like you're actually genuinely you're you're yet and it's shite and i do think that now it's even tougher as you get older too because You've got more commitments. Like anybody listening to this with kids, you know, that, that's a very tough thing where you're like, fuck, I actually have to earn less because it's all well and good. Like I can turn around and be like, Joe, I'll not have a car. I can walk somewhere. But if you have kids to fucking drop off to school, you can't be turning around and getting, you need a car that's actually going to get you from fucking A to B. Like as much as you uh, can say, oh, get a shit box, you can't be fucking breaking down. Like, like yeah. Uh, yeah, Joe, it's it's that balance. That's probably one of the reasons why my dad never made the leap to self employed. Like he just goes, Tony, there was just too many bills. And people be like, ah, it's excuses. It's not. Like, fuck me, we actually couldn't afford, like, I'll never get this. Like, we couldn't afford a new car. I had to get out and push start my car after secondary school. Joe, mum, like, that. that's generally, like, the income level we were at. Like, you couldn't afford a, a car that was, like, perfect, Joe. So, like, turn around and tell me that, ah, I should just cut down expenses. Like, fuck me, we're struggling to fucking get dropped off, Joe. Uh, it's a very interesting 
it's very yes. interesting that like i find that eating shit a very and it, there's nothing wrong if you don't want to do it like nothing at all but it's just that trade-off of like is that year to two to three worth it and i think see as well as you said there about the the motivation for it like do you know what i'm finding now as well i've had quite a lot of clients i don't know what it is there's something in the air like there's something in the northern ireland atmosphere where there's just break up central i don't know what it is mate it's just uh it's yeah, just everywhere yeah yeah, and what what I'm noticing now is a lot of because I work with not predominantly males. I work with a lot of females too. Yeah, and what I'm noticing is with both them, with males and females, I'm noticing the breakup. And there's been two types of individual, right? There's these individuals who have pretty much lived their life anyway the way they wanted to, and they're like a little bit like, oh well, Joe, I just need to tidy up these few things. And then what I noticed is there's a lot of people who put all their time, energy, everything into their relationships, and now the relationship's yeah. gone. They're going fuck, I should have been saving for a house. I should have been traveling more. I should have moved away. Yeah. I should have started a business. And I'm going, should have, could have, would have. Like, you've not, you, there's nothing you can do now but go. And they're going, well, I want to I want to go traveling, but I want my own house here. And I'm like, I, I'm getting that so much. I'm like, you will, you're at a time period now where you're going to have to pick one or the other. Like, you can't do both. And it's yeah, a very tricky decision. Yeah, and it's one of them ones where, I find it very interesting because if you lived off somebody else's morals and it sucks balls, but that's the reason why, like, whenever I'm in a relationship, I always, not that I treat it like I'm single, I don't, because you have to take into consideration the other person, but I still make sure that if, God forbid, during the relationship ends, that you have not just put all your eggs into one yeah. basket, because then you have, you have nothing to offer anyone else. Like, I don't care what anyone says, like, mate, like, I've had a, I've had this where you get, like, men go for breakups and then if you're trying to pull another woman now or if you're a female and you're you're broken up and you've not been looking after your health your body your shape you've not been making yourself uh i don't give a fuck what anyone says like in the world of singleness in singleness that's how new i am but a case of like it's a status game too like i don't give a fuck what anyone oh, says yeah. like you, like as a, and i know a lot of people won't agree with the andrew tate of the jordan peterson thing but it's built into it's even from a female perspective this comes to like if you're making good money, you're in good shape. You look fucking great. You look after yourself. You've got good teeth. You've got, I don't care what anyone says about personality. Yes, personality matters. Like working on yourself as a mental standpoint as well is key. So that you're actually funny or you're actually worth a fucking conversation. But if you've not been working on any of that and you've been in cruise mode, you're going to come out of a race and go, fuck what the fuck do I have to offer? And there'd be, I don't give a fuck what anyone says. There's nothing worse than I would say, in my opinion, if your other half was doing that, they come out and they level, you feel like they're leveling up and you yeah. feel like you're having to come down. I don't give a fuck what anyone says because I'm not saying that you're scoring people or anything like that, but a case of if you're like, fuck, I'm actually not going to do better than that or they're doing better than that. Joe, there's that, that's why two people come out of a relationship and one falls into the petty and the, oh, by me and sorry. Like, or and there's one who levels the fuck up because there's nothing that's going to eat at you more, in my opinion, than if you go, fuck that. Like, imagine, you're, imagine your girlfriend broke up with you, right? And she is fucking cracking and you've just been overeating, not working, feeling bad. Like, and then you see the next person she's going out with. Like, she's probably going to be going out with somebody you would status-wise rate as a higher individual. And I'm not, I don't give a fuck what anyone says. Yeah. It's, it's, nobody is worth more than you. Everyone is on the same level, no matter what they make, no matter their following, no whatever they do. But in a sense of where you categorize yourself, that will eat at you without you knowing it subconsciously because the way society dictates. Because I would understand that. Like, do you know what I mean? I'm sure it's one of the things where like say for example you're you broke up with your girl and she started going out with james smith or something you'd be like as much as he's not in great shape you'd be like 
fuck me, it's James Smith. Like, do you know what I mean? Uh, I'd I know one of his friends as well. Yeah, but you know, in a sense of you'd be like, oh, fuck's sake. And it's not that James Smith is like ripped. He's got decent money, but he's he's like well known. It would annoy you. Whereas if you bring something to the table because you've been working on yourself, even with that. Now, I'm not saying that's like a safety metric. Like you can be comfortable in a relationship, go for drinks. You don't need to be ripped, shredded, but you should still be working on making yourself a better person. Not for just for yourself if it ever goes sour, but for yeah. your partner too, because that'll probably stop the relationship going sour. Yeah, that's a lot of people do. They, as you said, they get they do get stale. They think they're in cruise mode. And I like when you were saying that that conversation. I literally, I'm not going to name names. I had this conversation with a guy, 2011 or 12. Jesus, <laughs> and like this guy is. I'm not. I'll tell you off here. He's a pretty well known person. Uh, he had just split up his girlfriend. Um, I didn't realize this. Didn't I? Didn't he? Well, he wasn't on my radar at all. Like, and I started going out where, and he took it really bad, and he stopped me one night in Belfast and pretty much said, said what he said. Just literally <laughs> said what you said there now that, uh, he was in cruise mode and he thought that because of who he was he deserved, you know, whatever, and that it's annoying him now that she's now with someone who is as known in, in smaller circles as he is. And it was that was what was griping him. It wasn't the fact that she had a new boyfriend. It was the fact that, that even though we were in different circles, that people knew who I was and that annoyed him. And he straight up told me, like he, he was half crying. Like, so I won't say his name because he was kind of half crying over it. And I was like, you're you're sharing a wee bit too much information here, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, probably just hit him in the sweet spot, you know. Like, But they were split people- up a good while at the time. Um. But yeah, it's uh, it's a, it's a, it's a strange one. Like even though, like if people break up and they're everything's amicable, they they do they they don't like to see people level up. Um, you, you wouldn't want to. No, you don't. You don't. You definitely I don't give don't a fuck what to. anyone says. Because especially if, as the person man, something to you. No, it'd be different if like you were. It was just like a a, a long strong eye fling or something. Yeah. It's, it's a very interesting topic because I'm just noticing a lot lately where I'm getting men or women. And some of the, like, for example, it's like I get a lot of women who sign up with me straight off, like straight after a breakup or in the middle of coaching, there's a breakup or something. breakup's the best pre-workout. You fucking is. But then, like, I get some that break up in the middle of coaching. And then I'm not joking when I mean, like, they go from, like, where they're in good shape to where I'm like, fucking hell, the shape of you now. I'm like... It would actually, it would frustrate me to be, now fair enough, that's an aesthetic standpoint. Maybe that's not a, a mental connection thing, but I would also be like, oh, yeah. fuck, like this wouldn't be good for your head if you're a male, if you're the, you're the other person. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't be because you'd be going, fuck me, she is getting so much but better, you, she's sharper. See my man. Do you notice the anxiety levels and people are a lot higher now? I think so. I think there's definitely a case where, I f- do you know what I feel like? I feel like this this time period we're in right now, people are very, very self-aware of where they are in comparison, as you said, with social media, in comparison to others versus like, I feel like it's because everybody knows that you, a long time ago, this sounds odd, but the self-awareness is off the charts now, but a long time ago, I think with my ones, you would have had the belief like, you know, and it probably would have been tougher to turn into a millionaire or turn into an Instagram influencer or to make a lot of money 
but see with the way society is now like you will see people that were in your school you will see people that you knew in the town a year ago and they've went from like zero to a hundred they're in shape they're yeah. making really good or they're making fucking really good money or people you're like fuck he was doing drugs three years ago and now he's a fucking millionaire so i feel like the yeah. problem is as you said anxiety is higher because people know now which is frustrating what they're capable what they everyone is capable of yeah. so it takes off that false roof of like joe this is all you can do because now everybody's going well fuck joe tony mclevy's done or such and such has done it and you're going fuck like i can probably do that it's just like oh shit because then it puts us like anxiety and peer pressure on you because everybody knows now especially the way like even like my instagram is people know like i'm just a fucking i'm a lunatic so it's one of the things where they're like fuck if he can turn into that like why can't and then i think as you said the anxiety rises with that because you're like fuck like i need to be i need to be getting going i need to be moving i need to be improving i need to be i feel like it's just that how people are almost too self-aware to an extent it's a very good trait yeah but there's a I, I would say it. i'm i'm borderline i'm borderline i'm, too I'm maybe too self-aware. self-aware but i'm also i'm very content in where i am that's the balance you need you need like to be, able due, to be like, i be i don't a push to get to where i'm here now i'm in a holding pattern and now the next push will, will soon start people know when the next push starts but now we're in, we're in a, we're in a good place at the minute so we'll uh we'll continue to hold here and then the next push whereas before it was push 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 for like for three four year periods and now it's more i'll do a massive push and then hold stabilize push again hold stabilize find a new thing be the first to do this be the first to do that but yeah so that's so guys. That's that's the way it is. That's the way the cookie crumbles in this life. How many reviews we're at? One four eight, five stars. Deadly. Thank you very much. The podcast fucking be. We will get some in person. We we went into the charts last week, guys. So thank you for that. Uh, went in the Irish podcast charts. So we were the hundred and thirty second most listened to podcast in the world, in Ireland. See, the thing is, people will, and then the thing is, too, with that, you'll see people in the post going top 10, but that's for one episode because they only post once in a fucking blue moon. It's consistency. Yeah. It, it's like once we, I know this sounds odd, but like even for you, anybody listening, like once we climb into the top 90, we will be in there regularly. Do you know what I mean? It's it's because our listenership yeah. is is there. It's it, it, like there's no point popping up for one. Like that does fuck all for you. It's like there's also, it, there's also wee sneaky tricks what people do where, if you have a shorter podcast, it can chart better because people listen to it longer, not metrics worth more. It's like oh. uh, people do bite size. People do so like people do the big podcast and then they do a bite size versions of it and release it. And then so say that guy feel better, live more. He does his big podcast every week, but then he cuts the bits out of it and then releases it during the week. So people listen to the bite size thing and go, oh, that's good. I'll go listen to the full hour and five minutes or two hours or whatever. But there is like certain things where if you do less, like with Rogan and like Alan Hubbard, they do like two and a half hour podcasts. For them, the chart shows you that the sheer amount of people listening is colossal. But say if you do like like 10 minute podcasts and four minute podcasts and things like that there, they'll chart easier because the listen time it's done it's but, interesting um yeah it's it's podcasts it's, it's just there's so many podcasts released every day like um would well, yeah guys oh i shout out uh paul hughes won the world championship last night so we're we're recording this on saturday paul hughes was fighting in london last night 
and he won the World Championship in Cage Warriors. Paul is a pod, one of our... What was, when did Paul come on our podcast? Like the fifth or sixth episode? Okay. Um, episode... Let's go. One, two, three, four, five. Uh, Paul Hughes... Episode 11, I will be a UFC champion with Paul Hughes. Paul Hughes will get the call from the UFC in the next week or two, I'd say. So he won the World Championship last night. Shout out to him. Sean McCormick was fighting as well. Didn't go his way, but massively well done to him as well because the boy who's fighting is a huge step up. And Keelan Lahorn as well. And throwing, he won. Yeah, guys, cheers for... All the support and keep listening. We're gonna we're we're gonna work for the Christmas party, then person one. Uh we've got uh entertainment sorted. Tony. Listener of the show, Neil Collins, is stepping into the entertainment for the live podcast. Well, we'll see how it goes. Um uh, do you know what? We'll take anyone. So if you if you're oh, if you Neil, wanna, we'll, take on the, on. we'll take the Don, Neil Collins. Okay, we're 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 gonna be the new two Johnnies. <laughs> We'll be, we'll appreciate anyone if anyone would like to come in and do some stand up or anyone would like to come in and your do, cousins, uh, mate. We will take anything. Jester's uh, live podcast will be excellent. So, live podcast at Christmas, Notorious Pizza, Marathons. That'll be fucking they, quality, right? We'll get that calls, we'll, we'll get her organized. So, thank and, you very uh, much. But I anyway, will chat these next time, guys. Hasta la vista.